Yo, Hoop Gang, we are back with the Bad Talk Podcast, a.k.a. Basketball Out the Dark. Um, concrete Sports is going up, you feel me? We, we getting, we growing each day on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Concrete Sports and follow us on Twitter at Concrete Sports 1. Glad to be back uh, under 50 days until the NBA season, starting October 22nd. And we got a special guest today. Uh, Devin Griffin with the Ham Fam, also a Columbia, Missouri Basketball Hall of Famer. And, you know, I'm just going to let him talk his talk, man. How you doing today? All good, man. I'm glad to be here. What's up with my boy? Definitely, man. I'm glad to have you in the building, bro. See you doing your thing, working real hard, man. For real. That's the only way to For do real. it, ain't it? Yes, sir. What you think about this uh, basketball offseason? Offseason, man, to be honest with you, I feel like it's going to be a huge year. Like, we got a lot of changes going on with the Warriors kind of dominating the NBA for a while, but I feel like a lot of things are going to level back out to really see who's going who gonna to redeem that crown now. So I'm excited for it. Definitely. Who your, who your team? Who you rolling with? Come on, man. You ain't got to ask me. I'll be where LeBron at every year. You going to be every with LeBron year. there, yeah, man. <laughs> Wherever LeBron is, bro, that's where I'm at. And that's, that's from a fan perspective, though. Overall, man, I really, well, I had I really thing. You know how ba- basketball is is kind of like politics. So if 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 this is basketball politics, you would say like LeBron. You a LeBron on the LeBron side of basketball politics? Whew. Explain that a little bit more. Though. What do you, what do you mean? Like All right, uh, so you know everybody everybody say either Jordan the goat. You got people that think Bron the goat. You got mm. people that think Kobe the goat. All right. I got a good answer for that. You know, everybody who thinks in those ways how they kind of had their own philosophy of basketball. So would you say yours is, is LeBron? I'm going to go with this way. So my best answer to that is I'll put people in generations. It's hard to say one top dog. If I had to say one, I'm definitely going with Jordan. But overall, I feel like it's only fair to put people in their generation. So every decade, it's a different one. Now, I feel if, like. you wanna, if you want to say who the GOAT is, you got to let people retire. People be doing it way too early. Like, now that Kobe done, I can say Jordan made it higher than Kobe did. Or, you know what I'm saying, one person went higher than the next. Overall, LeBron right now, he still got more to prove. So before I even say he better than Jordan, better than Kobe, I'm going to let him say he done playing. Then we can talk to again. Right. See, I, I respect that, and I kind of agree to that um, way of thinking as well. And definitely about decade should be the best yeah. way to do this. Let's, Cause, go, cause let's it's too go ahead and dive into you and what you got going on, man. First, I wanted to start with you know, you've been in the Missouri Hall of Fame. What's that like? How that happened, man? Could you shed some light on that? Man, Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, that came years of grinding, bro, for real, for real. I think what really led to it was my team's success. Like, I did a lot of things as far as, like, conference player of the year, two-time All-American. A long list of stat lines that made me a great player. But if you want to reach a status like a Hall of Famer, it really took, you know, my team going to that national tournament every year. We had an undefeated season my junior year and just really putting everything I had into it. So, man, it, it feel great, to be honest with you, man. It's a high honor. I think next year uh, it's a chance I might go into my school Hall of Fame too. So, looking forward to that. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Got any, like, crazy memories or anything from that? Yeah, man, to be honest with you, my craziest memory, and it just seemed kind of simple, 
But a lot of people don't even know. I only started one year of my whole college career. The, the one year I started went undefeated, but I was All-American, two-time All-American off the bench. So, you know, mm-hmm. so being top 10, coming off the bench, bro, it's a whole different ball game. It was like, I was already X'd out of 10 minutes of every game, so I'm coming straight in getting to it. Uh, man, like, people don't people don't see the stories behind a lot of these best stories that's going on. Like, nothing happens overnight. You say you, you coming off the bench. That's 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 word to you, you know what I'm saying? Your determination, man. Thanks. So, you know, about, so we're concrete sports. We're about the origin. You know, a lot of players start hooping on the concrete courts, stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of the tough players in the league come from, you know, grinding on them on them hard surfaces, you know. That's where a lot of us come from. So I just want to figure out what's your origin, man. What drew you to the game of basketball? Drew me to the game. Well, to be all the way real, when I was little, I played a little bit of everything. But, you know, it's, it's just common to, to kind of take off of whatever you had success with. So me and my mm-hmm. boys, man, we just had the most fun and most successful basketball. So we really just stuck with it for the, my whole life. But if you really want to say one thing that I think was the turning point for me, so, like, when I grew up playing, it was this place called JJK, Jackie Jordan Kersey Center in St. Louis. And when you little, you look up to, you know what I'm saying, the stars you see, the stars you know. Not even watching TV, I had Darius Miles. Like, he was straight out of high school, went to the league. And he was dating my cousin, so he'd be over at my grandma's crib. We'd see <laughs> dude, like, actually know him personally, for real, for real, bro. He was like That's a superstar in my eyes. You know, we go to the gym. He 6'9", Daniel Duncan from half, I mean, free throw line. Like, we watching all the games, got pull up to Eastside High School. I'm seeing this dude, I'm like, man, everybody like, he the next greatest, he the next greatest. Now, clearly, you know what I'm saying, it's a lot of people at this point, you know what I'm saying, probably better, but in my eyes, he was everything when I was like nine, you know what I'm saying, 10, 11, 12. That's, so, that's, that's, that's kind of what pushed Jared me, Rose, Jabari Parker, Anthony Davis, all the guys that come from Chicago, so I definitely feel you would come from that, especially, you know what I'm saying, that St. Louis, East St. Louis, you know, 618, 314 area. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you got on your on your Instagram profile that uh, you a basketball skills and mentor consultant. First, you know what I'm saying, let the, let the people know what's your Instagram and whatnot, and, you know what I'm saying? Talk about how are you, oh, yeah. how did you get into all, all that? Me, personal. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's Devin Griffin or Dev Griffin, D-E-V. Griffin, 618. Same thing with uh, Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow the business page, HamFam Training, we got an Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow HamFam. Look at HamFamTraining.com to keep up with everything we're doing and get your kids signed up if you live in Missouri. What uh, about a skill? So you asked me about being a skills mentor and consultant. Like what that yes, means? Yes, sir. Uh, well, the skills mentor part, to be honest with you, I kind of pulled back from calling myself a trainer. I think that's like like a cliche, cliche mm-hmm. name. Skills mentor, I feel like it mean a whole lot more because you're really teaching the game. It's more than just train you, train you, train you. You really want to teach kids how to understand the game, teaching kids about the relationships you build within the game, and then not only that, but making you the best player we can on the court. And a consultant. So that's kind of just something I kind of came up with that's clever because parents – they don't really need trainers, coaches. They don't really need trainers. And other trainers, they all look up to somebody. I give all of them advice in different aspects of the game. So I can teach everybody something from what I do. Other coaches, they want to know things about how to make their team better. Parents want to know how to get their kids involved in different things. And other trainers want to know how to get their business going or even be a part of it. 
So I consult them on a lot of different aspects of the game too. So kind of do everything, man, all the way around with this basketball stuff. What's up, man? I'm pretty sure you've built a lot of good relationships doing your things. Uh, you speak on any relationships you built doing this? Hmm. Relationships I built, man, to be honest, it's like the whole basketball, the sports community of Missouri, especially around Columbia, Missouri, man. The people that's not even involved with the sport, they just kind of heard about what I'm doing or they got kids and nephews and nieces involved. Man, a lot of people really look up to me. So the relationships you build with everybody kind of come from the person you are and not just what you do, but, you know what I'm saying, the, the inspiration that you give to people, which is why I feel like we got a lot of support in where we at today. That's what's up. Because you, you did, you touched on it a little bit earlier about the ham fam. Could you talk about, you know what I'm saying, what does ham fam mean to you? How did it start? You know what I'm saying? Just really shed some light on your organization. All right. Bet. Well, I'm going to go to how it started. To be honest with you, man, it was a rocky road. It ain't even like a straight line. But from where it began, man, I'm going to go back to 2015. It was just kind of happened. Me and me and one of my own boys, he wanted to dunk. He 5'7". Mm-hmm. He remember I, when I couldn't dunk, he remember all the work I put in. So I'm teaching him how to dunk. We recording it every week, putting his, face, putting his progress on Facebook. And I'm talking about he went from not dunking. Then he went to grabbing the rim, throwing alley to himself, doing little tricks and 360s and stuff. So the what? whole city kind of hype about, on me, bro. We got, I still got the films. But the whole city was just kind of hype. And I remember this one man, he had asked, he said, hey man, come work with, uh, come work, come, y'all should come work with my boys. So it wasn't even just me. Ham ain't Devin Griffin. Ham was me and all my partners. We would pull up to gyms when teams was practicing, younger teams, older teams, girls, boys. And we scrimmage against them. Then we teach them some of the stuff we know. And then, shit, we just put that name on it. Because you remember that song that Jay-Z Kanye, that going ham. Mm-hmm. We just said it one day and just kind of stuck with it. And then we ham fam. Just kind of took off from there to, to even bigger projects now. And uh, up, you asked me about, like, like what it stands for. I kind of came up with this actually recently. Uh, we got a little logo. When y'all see the logo, it'll make a little bit more sense. But um, say you got to love it. When I say you gotta love it, like ham, and you gotta love the process, bro. It ain't, it ain't, you know, everybody falling in love with results, but you gotta love the process. You gotta love your teammates. You gotta love yourself. You gotta do every, love everything that go into being successful. You feel me? So to go ham, you, you gotta love it. Cause it's easy to, to fall in love with the results or see somebody else and be inspired. But if you don't love the hardships that come with it, you don't love the sacrifice and the failures and the ups and downs. You ain't going ham, bro. You ain't never going to go ham. You got to love it all. So that's kind of what we standing for. That's facts, man. That's big facts, bro. Big facts, man. I'm gonna have to, you got to send me some... Uh, I'm trying to dunk, too. <laughs> you got to send me some... Stuff, hey, no, nah, for real, for real, man. Actually, that's what I want to get to, man. At some point, we're actually able to sell training programs online. You can just buy them in a little small click, man. We get everybody right. Oh, Um, so... What would you say is like Ham Fan's message? You know? Message? Man, I think it fall in right in, into kind of what I was saying about you gotta love it, you know? And matter of fact, let me tie it into like you asking me what's a skills mentor. I do this stuff myself. You meet a lot of trainers, they just wanna tell you this. Or you meet a coach and they telling you this. People follow me and they, they believe in it so much because I'm doing it as well other players they doing it so it's not really like me telling you I'm showing you people say how you jump or how you get your shot good or how you do this how you do that hey I love it 
then it make other people love it. And my passion turned into a passion. That's why we kind of threw the fam on that. Because mm-hmm. it's really just ham as the brand. But the ham fam, it's bigger than me now. So it's it's everybody that's, you know, giving it they all, trying to reach their full potential. So I think that's the overall message about it and what going ham really means. That's dope, man. I feel like you're giving the community something to stand for. Definitely just... Man, no, nah, for real. That's just yeah. big up to you. Real talk. Um, yeah. Talk about coaching Team Phenom. I see you you're a coach for uh, girls AAU basketball or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They actually, uh, they grow into an EYBL program. I mean, Elite Youth Basketball League. That's a okay. Nike-sponsored league yes, where you got, you know what I'm saying, top teams from all over the, each state, all over the country. They meet up and play against each other in big cities throughout the summer. So from Missouri, you got the Missouri Phenom. Uh, the guy that running, he just happened to meet me in the gym working with some top athletes. One day asked me to come, like I said, run a practice, work with our girls. That's two years ago. And now, man, we, they first was ranked 30th before this summer, but we finished 13th. And our ninth grade team, and that's our oldest team, but our ninth grade girls team, bro, we just won a junior NBA global championship. So, man, I feel like what the direction we really take from girls is big, because especially in Missouri and girls, come on now, ain't nobody yeah, even checking for Missouri or girls basketball. But yeah. we, we found our own lane with, with Missouri Phenom, man, and we really provide an opportunity empowering the youth, empowering the girls, and really taking this to another level. So if you have a uh, interested in your girl playing basketball in Missouri, look up Missouri Phenom, man. Get in tune. Tap in. Man, that is that is real life dope. Like junior junior world basketball championship, man. How does that feel? Man, to be honest with you, it, it feels amazing. It's stuff like when I was a kid, I didn't even know that stuff. No, I don't, actually, I don't say I didn't know it. It didn't exist. Right. Opportunities like that for kids didn't exist. So not even just for kids, but for girls. It's huge, man. So even to be a, a part of that, it's, it's just, you know, life working in mysterious ways. You know, you really put your passion into something. You don't know where it might lead to. Third, third. So what's some of the things you learned from that and, like, some of the people you met? I remember that uh, you, they caught you training some people and stuff like that. So around that, like, uh, some things you learned and just the people you met. People I met, man. Uh, I don't know if this is going to directly answer your question. But I'll tell you, one of the most really, really influential people I met was a guy named Drew Hamlin. Mm-hmm. He actually an NBA trainer, so he worked yep. with guys like Joel Embiid, he worked yep. with Brad Bill, Jordan Clarks, Kelly Oubre, you know, a lot of guys like that. What yeah, happened was, um, yeah, yeah, keep up with him, and he a good dude too, man, from St. Louis. And uh, so, like, I think it was two summers ago, he asked me, you know, he invited me out to LA, just kind of. He saw what I was doing, you know, I'm real passionate about it, knew him for a little while, but he invited me to LA to just come learn. Yeah. Come watch, just see what's going on. So I'm out there, man, I'm, my uncle stay in Compton. So I'm sleeping on a, you know, I'm saying a little blow up air mattress in Compton. You know what I'm saying? I drove out there, that's how dedicated mm-hmm. I was. I'm like, bet, bro, I'm finna be out here with these NBA guys, we on that. But anyway, right. I drove out there, so I'm staying in Compton on an air mattress for a whole month. I'm in the gym watching Joel and B, watching Brad Bill, watching Jordan Clarkson, and then, they're, you know, hopping in the drills with them really seeing what it takes to, to be at that level and now seeing some of them guys being some of the best I took a lot of that put it into my training so I already know what it takes and what the top look like so when I see these kids working and doing the same exact stuff at 8 you know what I'm saying 7th grade 8th grade ninth grade it's, it's like you already know their potential you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying a lot of them the kids don't even know that I know that sometimes but like 
I've been around the top. So when I'm trying to put gear to y'all at a young age, y'all ahead of the game. Definitely. So that's, that's definitely one of the most influential people I met, man. Drew Hanley, he really, he really helped me take things to a, to a level I never imagined. That is dope. That is like, I know Drew Hanley, like one of the top trainers. I know him, Drew Hanley, Steve Brickley, um, Lethal Shooter, Rico mm-hmm. Hines. So that's really yep. dope. Um, and yeah, so you man. talked a little bit about your training. What's um some of your like workout routines? Man, you know, let's keep going. Man, honestly, man, it is to the point where I do like full body, like as far as what I eat, way I sleep, my daily routine, man, it's all kind of on point. But mm-hmm. if you want me to break it down simply, man, I get up at 6 a.m., I go shoot, get a whole lot of shots up. Somewhere in between the day, between I say 10 to 1 p.m., I go do a vertical workout, speed workout, alternate that every day, back and forth. So we shoot and do vertical, shoot and then do speed every other day. So when the school get out, that's when we do the training where I work with all the kids, get them in the gym, get them going. And right after that, man, we play pickup every day. I think that's the best way to get get really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you talk about training and teaching the moves. That's all good. You got to learn the fundamentals, which is why we do it. But overall, man, we 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 playing pickup, bro. We getting after it. And I'm in the gym with good players, so it ain't no, yeah. ain't no scrub ball every day. Doggy dog world, man. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is, man. So that's pretty much my routine. What would you say is your playing style on the court? Playing style. You know what, man? I, I, I like to think, I, I like to be high on myself, but from what other people say, a lot of people say I play like a lot Dwayne Wade a lot. Okay. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to just take it and rock with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I mean, it. clearly Dwayne Wade at the highest level in cold, but if you look at how I play, you look at my old video and say, yeah, he kind of moved and got action real similar to Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I see that. I see that. What's some of your future goals, man? If you if you can share them. Whoo! You know what's crazy, man? I actually been low key about this. Only some people in my tight, tight internet in internet circle know about mm-hmm. this. But um, I want to be able to play at the highest level at this point. So I put all this work in, and a lot of people older than me, more advice to be like, man, you might as well, you know, what I'm saying, give it another shot. So. I got a trial with Memphis Hustle actually coming up in the end of the month, which is an NBA G League team. Uh, hopefully okay. that goes well, but we just want to see if we can play at the highest potential, man. It'll be it'll be dope if we can network and make relationships to get to the top, but uh, we're going to step by step this thing. TICOC was the highest level we can make it to. Definitely, so not only man. we training, but I think that'll, that'll inspire people on a whole nother level, man, to really take what we're doing and really put it into action. You got to manifest it, man. Put it out there and go get it real talk that's how everything Man. start from a thought so you just gotta put it out there and I, I definitely believe in you bro for real man facts man facts and I think the hardship about it would make the story dope is you know it's some, some deeper thinking stuff but like coming from a small school like Columbia College you man where you play it it's in the eye man I ain't even have a chance mm-hmm. like not that I'm trying to get emotional but you six feet even though you did all these accolades and good stuff some people just be like well you weren't playing nobody or we looking at the Division One guys, or you know what I mean? I didn't even get a chance to go overseas. I didn't. I just got overlooked. Even if you go in the gym, a little bit will be about you know who you know, a little bit of this and that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now, man, even though I'm a little later in life, I still got a lot of potential, and now I'm actually meeting the right people and other people kind of believe in what I'm doing. So, man, we gonna we gonna take it there. Man, Nike hit it on the head when they said it's just a crazy dream until you do it. Yeah, talk. 
Facts, facts, bro. Facts, man. It's, it. and, it's, and crazy stuff happening for people every day out here, man. So. Man. <laughs> Especially in this day and age, bro, with networking and social media. Just, you just got to stay the course, man. Lay a brick a day. Lay a brick nah, a day. Nah, for real. That's what it's all about, man. Concrete sports and everybody that got any type of vision, passion, bro. That's what it's all about. Brick a day, man. So, so. Man, let's, 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 talk, let's talk some more NBA, man. Who you, who, well, who, who's, right. who's some players that you think going to have a breakout season that nobody looking into? Who you think? Whew. That nobody looking into? Uh, I'm going to say this. I think, I think you know the hard part about that is I feel like it's a lot of players that's just not on the right team to get the right exposure. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. man, I, Devin Booker, he one trade away from being a star. Like, you see the Kyrie's and the people talk about D'Angelo Russell and all this, but I was like, man, let Devin Booker get on a team where he can shine. That boy, the truth. Like, that's that's somebody I really see having to have, you know what I'm saying, taking it over the top. Mm-hmm. But uh, just just from a personal standpoint, Michael Porter. Well, let that man get healthy, man. I don't think nobody, they count him out. They count <laughs> him out. Michael Porter Jr. I'm trying to tell you, that boy had the truth. I remember watching him when he was little all the way when he came up. Man. That's who everybody needs to be looking out for. Denver was already good. Denver yep. was good last year, and he was that missing piece. Mm-hmm. He ain't quite, and I said, they're going to they look at me crazy when I say, Kevin, he got everything Kevin Durant got, man. Now he man. just got to go do it. He just got to go, go do it. Ooh, I was just, argue, I was just arguing with Denver. the guys in the barbershop yesterday, man, because you know I'm out here in Denver, man. They just think, they, they just talking about his back injuries and his hereditary. Like, they, they uh, real bad on him out here. Out here in Denver, they bad on him, man. Like, I'm just trying uh, to let no, y'all know. He, he got the moves, man. He got the moves. He, he got it, dog. And the thing is, like I said about that team, Denver not weak. So if he At just all. come and do his little piece, that'll change the whole league. Because nobody see them coming. And he, like, he, he could possibly be the most athletic person on the team. They need some athletic. Come on, man. Somebody Come to just on, explode man. off see? the wing. Man, that's, bro. Bro, that's the next coming. So if you ask me, man, regardless if I'm wrong or not, that's what I'm stamping, bro. Michael Porter Jr. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man, we're going to get into this uh, game I, I, I came up with. It's called Money on the Wood. You already know. You know money on the Wood ain't no good. Oh, so, yeah. So we're going we gonna, we gonna to see. We're going to see what you're going to put your money on the wood for. The first... The mm. first um, scenario, Steph Curry for MVP. Money on the wood? No. No? <laughs> no, no money on the wood for that. No money on the wood for that? All right. No, nah, he had a chance last year, man. And no, nah, it's too many people gunning. All right. Denver will be the number one seed in the West. Money on the wood? Oh, if Mike Porter was healthy, I would go with yeah. But nah, Denver can't be number one in the West. Nope, no money on the wood for that. Okay. Money on the wood. The Milwaukee Bucks will make it to the finals. Hmm. I, I, yeah, I'll put my money on the wood with that one. Okay. Money on the wood. Wild of that. Zion Williamson for rookie of the year. Man, yeah, and I like John Morant, but I'm going to put my money on the wheel for Zion. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. You right. almost I, can't go against it. I feel that. I feel it. All right. Money on the wood. Zach Levine will be an all-star this year. Ooh. I think he's going to get robbed like Dame did a couple years. So, I'm going to go with, nah, not yet, bro. 
he got he got potential, but I think he gonna get robbed out of that. Nope, no money on the wood. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, I can I can conclude our game for the day, bro. Um, so just to wrap up our conversation, you said you worked with Embiid, anything like that. Have you worked with any NBA players like with Ham Fam, like on your own? Well, Ham Fam. So I actually got some potential of becoming guys like. I'm going to go in and shout out Isaiah Mosley. He at Missouri State right now. He's about to be an incoming freshman. He uh, was 5A state player of the year last year. A lot of people don't really know about him, but he's 6'5". Sure, if you're in Missouri, but I mean, Missouri State, a great fit for him. He's going to mm-hmm. be an upcoming star. And uh, Jeremiah Tillman, that's my boy. I've been with him since high school. He's from East St. Louis as well. He going to the league soon. And, and them two guys, man, I feel like they're going to take it to another level. So, like, I work with a lot of people, but coming from where I'm from, you like, you know, it's easy to just skip step and say I work with these pros, but I'm still young myself. So these guys I really grew up with. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Guys that I've been with from high school on through. I don't have any pros at that level just yet because, like I said, we're still young. So yep. them them two guys right there that y'all need to keep an eye on. Isaiah Mosley, Jeremiah Tillman. Definitely, definitely. Man, what you think What you think the Mizzou basketball going to do this year, man? How, how, how they looking? What you think? I actually think they're going to have a decent year this year. Um... In the SEC, it's never easy. But I, I've been around them guys, and I feel like they gel a lot, you know, as a team. And they a little older this year, so, hmm, it's hard to say exactly what, but they making that tournament. Yeah, think so? Yes, sir, man. I'm at them games, of side. I'm right there watching all of them, too, man. So, we in there. That's good, that's good. You got any uh, college players you think is going to uh, jump out this year? You know what I'm saying? Getting into that, uh, that lottery pick mode. Man, you know, as far as college, man, I'm going to just let it all play out the way it's going to play out. Man. I ain't really going to say no names outside of the guys I'll be working with because I know they want me to shout them out. But, man, mm-hmm. college, I just like enjoying the game, man. Whoever, where And wherever you get picked at in lottery, man, or 60th, like Isaiah Thomas, to me, that stuff don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? You just got to get in there. 60 people with, sixty people in the whole world make it. So, sorry not answer your question, but, man, I, I applaud anybody that can even get their name called, bro. Definitely. Definitely, man. I appreciate you coming through. So when we're gonna end this, end this, man. This is real life love, man. I appreciate you being a part of this. Y'all go follow Dev Griffin618 on Instagram, Ham Fam Training. Go follow Concrete yeah, Sports, yeah. man. We all going up, man. On me, we so, going up. And next time we do this, it's gonna be live. We're gonna it's be gonna be next live. Right it's gonna oh, be man. live, man. We got on a whole other level come with on, that man, too. We got a link. Oh, man, anywhere we can link, man. If I come on to Denver anywhere, bro, we linking again soon, my boy. For sure. Oh, yeah, Denver, we going to kick it in Denver, man. I'm I'm trying. I'm going to turn Denver upside down, bro. They don't even know. On me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They, hey, they going to know. They don't know. They going to know. They going to know for sure. But yeah, man, much <laughs> love, bro. Much love, man. Real talk. Man. Wish you the blessing. Same, same to you, man. Same to you, man. Keep going ham, dog. Concrete sports, bro. You got to love it. Stay with it, man. Yes, sir. All right.